They are currently not on my deletion list because they do have magic within them. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 40. My name is Tom Van Zant. I'm your host, and with me are my magical and my metal co-hosts, Mr. 110% D-Rock, Derek Mitris. What up? Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And we have the man who brings the money, Mr. J. Money. Senior Bo, D-Rock, not Vanguard One. I knew you'd come. (laughs) Yes, indeed. I take it you saw not Vanguard One make his debut on our Facebook page. Mm Mm-hmm. Who's that? That would be my drone, or I should say our drone, the show's drone. I put a picture up on the Facebook page last weekend, and I think uh, somebody tweeted about it. So, yeah, it's out there. Have you used it yet, Tom? I have not. I was going to test him out before we leave, mm-hmm. but there's some assembly required. So I I need What's to... What's the uh, like battery or charging situation? It Well, the remote runs on six double A's. Mm-hmm. And then the actual battery pack for not Vanguard 1, uh, I think it's good for 15 minutes, but I have a second, it came with a second pack. So I, basically I can run it for half an hour. Oh, wow. Yep. It's like those uh, RC cars, you know, the hardcore ones. Right, right. And well, the battery lasts for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, the battery doesn't last long, but it's really, it's like a really good drone. <laughs> for mm-hmm. the for what I paid for it, it's it's actually really high quality. And so I'll probably never leave her uh, the hotel room then, right? What do you mean? Not Vanguard One. Well, I don't think you can fly it around Times Square. No, no. I imagine I would need a permit to do something like that, but you can fly it around the suite. <laughs> hit, hit the cowboy in the face with it. It, it has a high-def camera on it, so. I bet you the battery life is cut in half when you have the camera on. Probably. But that's you get okay. seven minutes. That's all right. We'll just run it at you know ten minutes at a time and right, right. Throw it on the charger, charge it back up. I just have to not take it out and and fuck around with it after I've been drinking. That's the key because drunk Tom will no doubt fly that fucking thing out the window. <laughs> that's the fun part. Fly it across the street to the deli to grab us a couple sandwiches. <laughs> Not when I'm drunk, because it will not return. That'll be the end of not Vanguard 1. His maiden voyage will be his final voyage. His first, his last. That's right. Or so. we could throw those G.I. Joe comics out the sweet window and use Vanguard's one laser to blow them up. There you go. You haven't, yeah, you haven't burned them yet. So. Oh, I nope. thought you were going to burn them. I haven't yet. I'm, oh. I'm trying to find all the ones that, uh, that I have. I think what you oh. should do, Derek, is bring them to New York, and we will burn them in effigy in New York altogether. Like a- in the uh, shower or something in the hotel room? No, we're not going to set a fire in the hotel room. We'll oh. we'll find somewhere in. There's plenty of 
places in New York, some at back alley, we can throw them in a fucking trash can or dumpster and, and burn them, I'm sure. Or when we're on the booze cruise, we can throw them into the Hudson. Oh, there you go. You yeah. could drown the motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, we, could, we could throw them on the, on the kebab uh, grills. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's reel it in. Let's give Jay Money a chance to drop some social media presence, and then we'll get into what everybody's been up to this past week. Jay Money, why don't you tell Not Nation where they can find all things Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Sure, Tom. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash notpodcast1. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at notpodcast1. We are an Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube, nerdpodcastmafia.com, podknife.com. Leave us a five-star review, which we got a new one this past week. You are so money and you don't even know it. Did we? Oh, yeah. I love getting new reviews. That's exciting. You mind reading it? No, not at all, Tom. I wish Watto's statue would leave us a review on Podknife. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, he listens every week. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is from PhillyB861 is his name. And the title of his review was, There's No Place Like Home. Hang on one second. Derek. Can you mute yourself when you're not talking? Because there's some funky feedback going on from whatever it is you're using. Oh, okay. Is it a, what are you using, your phone? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's sounding like shit tonight. All right, go ahead, Money. Okay, so the title of his review was, There's No Place Like Home. And he said, Not Another Nerdy Podcast has been my saving grace the last couple of weeks because I live in Florida and got hit with Hurricane Irma. And then in parentheses, delete. <laughs> and I lost power, internet, TV, running water, and my mind for a while. No, I've been good. seeing this podcast pop up on my newsfeed because I'm originally from West Springfield, Massachusetts, USA, Earth, Milky Way, and used to work with Jay Money and Danny Abbott. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you remember this person? Oh, absolutely. He worked in the grocery department. Oh, okay. He said, this is going back so far that one time Jay Money was cool enough to pick me up a Wi-Fi adapter for my Xbox 360 when he worked at GameStop. <laughs> uh, anyways, he said, but the man that brings the money is a great guy in my book. I love D-Rock's humor. The guy makes me laugh out loud so many times listening to any given show that my girlfriend thinks I'm an idiot, especially since I'm most times listening without my headphones in. Farmer Mark is another one that makes me roll on the floor laughing. Where did you find this guy? Hashtag gummy worms. <laughs> Mr. Bo, the host, is great no matter what anyone says. Right, Tom? <laughs> Good on you, Phil. Thank you. Love the sound bites, the tangents, his bitterness and passion for certain subjects or events, and just his overall leadership in the crew. Hashtag haters gonna hate. <laughs> Anyway, I feel like Tom just rambling on with a tangent of my own. My point is that when I had absolutely nothing to do, no TV, no video game, no Wi-Fi, not even any lights so we could put together Legos, he had this podcast. Every day I'd go to work and download a couple of episodes on the work Wi-Fi and would listen when I got home on my phone later that night. It felt nostalgic and as if I was almost back at home in the area code of 413 because of all the places you guys talk about, like the Showcase Cinemas or the Hoyoke Mall, and it took me out of the hell I was living in. I've binge listened to every episode since. I wanted to thank you guys, and if I could give more than five stars, I would. Hashtag NotHeadNation, hashtag NotHeadMemberForLife. Wow. Thanks, Phil. So this is real-life stuff. He was stuck down there with nothing at his house during Hurricane Irma, and he had our podcast on his phone to help him get through it. Oh, that's awesome. Look at us. Look at us making people's miserable lives that much better. 
So I'd like to thank Phil for the review and keep listening, brother. And uh, keychains and a magnet are coming your way, bro. Awesome. Well, thank you, Phil. That was very nice of you to say, and I appreciate you. And I'm glad that you're enjoying the show. And I definitely enjoy the interaction, so keep that up as well. He's been interacting with us on the Facebook page, and I'm not sure. Has he been tweeting, too? I don't. Does he tweet? Uh, he's not on Twitter. He is on Instagram, though, and he likes all our posts. All right, cool. So, yeah, we encourage interaction from Not Nation. Let us know you're out there. We will interact with you. We are not snobs. Uh, at least uh, Jay Money and I are, and I can't really speak for D-Rock. He can be a little snobby sometimes. Why am I snobby? I don't know. You, sometimes you get a little hoity-toity. About what? Exactly. There's no need. No need for it. Just settle. Yeah, no need for what? Just settle down over there with your attitude. There's no need for it. Just settle down. I have no attitude. <laughs> Jay Money, back me up. Your phone's really bad this week, D-Rock. Awful. Tom's going to have to like raise the volume. <laughs> Uh, whatever. It's on fucking speaker. If you don't like it, I'll fucking hang up and go to bed. Oh, I really don't be like that. Can't plug a headset in? thousand degrees upstairs. I don't have the air conditioner on, and I'm not fucking putting the air conditioner on to record an hour fucking podcast. Can you at least get closer to the speakerphone then so it'll be louder? So I'm in the basement. I can't use my fucking Turtle Beach because the new iPhone doesn't have an auxiliary input. It comes with that adapter. That makes a fucking ticking noise when I plug it in. I've already got oh, a really? Yes. Why did you get a new iPhone? I'm not going to answer that question. Why? It's just a dumb question. No, why is it a dumb question? What was wrong with your old iPhone? It was two and a half years old. So? It still worked. I, I upgraded. Think, things become obsolete, Tom. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> obsolete. Obsolete. Yeah, like, I took, like, I took aux, like auxiliary button. inputs. I mean, what the fuck? I think that's the most ridiculous thing they've ever done, eliminating It's because the phone's so thin now, Tom. It's thinner than the actual plug. The hole. Which means it's going to break easier, if you ask me. No. The mm-hmm. hole? No, the phone. <laughs> no, it won't break. Only I've had mine break, for like six you break months. iPhones. Me and Jay Money have had them for a long time. I've never oh. broken one iPhone ever. I've had like eight of them. Well, in my defense, when I did break my iPhone, it was because I threw it across a parking lot. <laughs> well, that might, that might hurt it. Yeah, that's what did it. I, I had a senior bow rage moment, and oh, I whipped it. I whipped it because I needed to hurt something, and I didn't, you know. That's so. good. So you got, so instead of picking up, like, a rock on the ground, you threw your $800 phone across the parking lot? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You could have thrown a free rock across. The no, lot. I was going to throw something through the fucking car windshield at the time, so I, I figured I should just throw my phone across the parking lot instead. Remember in the old days, Tom, when you had, like, a house phone? <laughs> yes. Did you used to throw those across the room? I did. Yeah. Yeah, I I would throw everything across the room. Money, I nothing was I TVs, <laughs> furniture, lamps. It, yep, throw everything. As long as you didn't throw any toys. No, no, God, no! Come on now. All right. I think Cowboy Rich Cowboy. threw his fucking cell phone out the moonroof one time in his car <laughs> when he was arguing with his ex girlfriend. Really? Yep. See. There you he go. He was arguing with her, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know what I think of that?" And he just like fucking chucked the. The phone out the moonroof. Well, oh, he was arguing with her on the phone and in the middle of yeah, argument. and he threw it. <laughs> Did he turn around and go back for it? No. <laughs> so, like, for all he knows, she was still on the other end on the side of the road yelling and arguing. Exactly. Like, a week later, some jogger happened by, found the phone, picked it up, and she's like, You motherfucker! 
Why is she still going? You stupid cowboy. You stupid fuck. Mm-hmm. Take your cowboy hat and stick it up your ass. I'm going to throw all your Transformers out the window. <laughs> out the moon roof. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah, so that's why, that's why my iPhone broke. <laughs> it's because I was an angry man at the time. I know that's hard to believe. Anyone, <laughs> I'm angry, no. Yeah, anyone who listens to this podcast is, I'm sure, shocked to hear that I had an angry moment and I threw my phone. Hey, <sighs> Bill enjoys your angry rants. Does he? Yeah, he just said, I just said that. <laughs> he loves your tangents, your bitterness. Who does? Phil, who left us the review on podknife.com. Oh, Phil, I thought you said Bill. I thought you were talking about... Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking no. about Dr. Bill. No, I said Phil, who left us our review. He says he loves your tangents and your bitterness. Right on. So you're doing something right. Well, I try. So what's going on this week? What did you guys do this past week? Anything fun and interesting? Derek? D-Rock? Not that I could think of. I don't remember what I did the last week. Well, you've been organizing your comics, getting ready, right? Still, it's just... Oh, God. It's overwhelming. It is. more. Each day goes by, it's like more and more overwhelming. Now I'm running out of fucking bags and boards. I already blew through a thousand of them, I think. Running out of bags and boards, brother, you're running out of time. We're leaving in a week. I know. I know. It's stressful, to say the least. How many books are you bringing with you? Oh, I'm, I'm not bringing any books. Oh, you're not? No, that's this, why you're doing no, all this. No, this trip... How this, many books me and Tom are coming back with? No, this, oh, okay, this, you're this, organized this, to see what you need. This trip to New York Comic Con isn't about getting books signed. This trip to New York Comic Con is about completing collections. Yes. Or parts of collections. Yep, so, even as random as they are. So he has to organize his books and go through them to find out what he's missing and what he needs to, you know, what holes he has to fill. I have a lot of holes in my Spider-Man collection. I'll probably go through that. Yeah, I'm going to go through my spectacular Spider-Man. I want to—I mean, amazing Spider-Man books. There's just too many to. Yeah. I'm going to try to complete Peter Parker Spectacular first. Well, that and, and Amazing Spider-Man is more valuable, so those will be hard to grab at a decent price. Where I would assume Web of Spider-Man and Spectacular aren't going to be, you know, that expensive or out of out of our reach. I think I'm literally four books away from a complete run of Web of Spider-Man. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's cool. I don't have that many of those. I'll probably jump on some of those. Well, check with me first, because I've got a lot of duplicates. Oh, you do? Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Yes. Give me your list first, because if I've got them, I'll just give them to you. At one point, I was buying multiple issues of, of books, and when I was working at the comic book store, my discount was ridiculous. I basically got everything for cost, so I would just buy like two or three issues of each book I liked <laughs> just to have. Oh, wow. I used to buy two of the ones that came in bags, the one I could open and one I kept sealed. Yeah, I did that as well. But, I mean, I would just, if there was a particular title I was a fan of, I would buy two or three copies of it because basically I was paying half price. Or, like, for cover price, I'd get, like, two books of the Mm -hmm. same book. I thought that if I waited, like, ten years, I could cash out all those ones in bags. How'd Uh, that work out? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, it's because Marvel flooded the market. There was just, they printed way too many. And the stories weren't that great, so they didn't stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You're telling me when Mr. Fantastic died for the fifth time, that wasn't a great story? <laughs> yeah. Or when they debuted Annex. <laughs> One of those annuals. Remember, the, remember they had those polybagged annuals and they debuted a new character with a trading card in it? Oh, yeah. And I've been, was, I just scanned some of those the other night, actually. Yeah, and there was uh, one character called Annex, A-N-N-E-X. Look it up. 
Oh, boy. And I think Maverick may have debuted in one of those. You remember Maverick? Top Gun? Different Maverick. The Maverick from, like, the Weapon X program. Is that how Deadpool debuted? No, Deadpool debuted in uh, New Mutants. With that awful artist? Rob Liefeld's not awful. Oh, no, I meant that the 80s New Mutants guy. The no. guy that I hate, Derek oh. hates him too. Bill Bill Sinkowitz? Yeah, that's sellout. <laughs> no, no, no. Rob Liefeld was drawing New Mutants when he created Deadpool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, sir. A little comic book knowledge for you. All right, so far time I have uh, six web of Spider-Man, so as long as you don't have the six that I have, you can give it <laughs> You're in up. good shape. D-Rag, I even have more web of Spider-Mans than that. Really? I probably have, like, the first couple of years worth. Oh, wow. That was yeah. a good series. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Good book. But I digress. Yeah, I got to go through my Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man Spider. and make up a list of that. And obviously whatever I'm still missing from New Mutants, I got to... Try to fill those holes as well and finish that off. I'm on a mission. But the good news is, D-Rock, whatever we don't find at New York, we may find back home here in East Hampton, Massachusetts, USA, Earth, Milky Way. Where? Well, I I was delivering last week, and I saw in my handheld, it came up, it said, Gary Dolgoff Comics. And I'm thinking, what the hell is that? I didn't know there was a comic book store over there. So I go to Eastworks Building, which is this big brick industrial building in East Hampton, Massachusetts, USA, Earth, Milky Way. Uh, I think it's an old paper mill. Well, whatever. Either way, it's a big industrial complex because now there's a bunch of fucking businesses in there. I go there, and I go up to the second floor, and I walk down the hall to make sure the guy's there, and I open the door, and it was like... Angels were singing in my ears, and I wanted to kneel down and pray because there was a room, and it was a good-sized room, and from floor to ceiling, there were boxes, and I mean long boxes, full of comic books, and there were just rows and aisles of long boxes full of comic books. I mean, I can't even imagine how many comics were in that room. And then... After I was done drooling and picked my jaw up off the floor, the guy informed me that that was the second room. <laughs> so he took me into the main room, and there was like double the amount of what I had just seen. And I was, my brain exploded. So it turns out this guy, Gary Dolgoff, is a private collector. And he'd buy up entire collections. And if comic book stores went out of business, unfortunately, he would buy their back stock. And so over the years, he's been compiling this massive comic book collection to the point where he had to rent out these rooms in this fucking mill so he could store it all. And what he does is he sells off sets. He does online and he also will have like uh, you can make an appointment and actually go up there and spend however much time he allows you to go through and look for comics. So we're going to do that, and it's going to be amazing. I mean, literally, Derek, you could spend a week in this place, and you still wouldn't go through every box of comics that this guy has. Sounds pretty awesome. It's beyond awesome. It's fucking amazing. I asked him if I could interview him for a future episode of the show, and he said, yes, absolutely. So we will have an interview with Gary Dolgoff coming down the line sometime. I want to 
pick his brain. I want to find out when he got into it, how he got into it, why he does it. I want to know it all. So I want to know what his prized possession is, like his most valuable comic, his favorite comic. I want to know all this. Peter Porker, Spider-Ham number one. Probably. I mean, that's everyone's, isn't it? So, yeah, it was pretty amazing. I wish you were there with me because there were tears in my eyes and people were looking at me funny. But you would have understood. Long boxes. You would have understood my reaction. Mm -hmm. The really cool thing is he has like four employees and their job is just to catalog, categorize, and alphabetize everything. That's what they do. He pays them? I assume. I mean, I don't think they're working for free. Wow. Yeah, right. W- what does he do, like, outside of collecting comics? I don't... It, money, it looked like this was his main business. Like, this is all he does. But again, that's why I want to interview the guy, because I'm fascinated by this. And mm-hmm. I want I want to know, yeah, how he's sustaining it. Like, does he really sell that many comics that he can afford renting this place, paying these people, and, you know, buying more collections? I mean... Says right on his business card, he buys collections. He pay he'll pay up to ten thousand dollars for a collection. So, wow, craziness! So Maybe yeah, I should I should bring him all my duplicate copies of Robin too. <laughs> <laughs> he'll give you like ten cents a piece for him. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so that was amazing. So whatever we cannot fill in New York, we will definitely be visiting Mister Gary Dolgoff in East Hampton, Massachusetts, USA, Earth Milky Way. So that's exciting. But other than that, uh, what else has been going on, Money? How was your week? Good. I did a lot of stuff. I went to see uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Which you are going to give us a quick and dirty spoiler-free review, yes? Five stars. Really? I loved it. Well, I'm just happy you finally saw the first one, because last time I talked to you, you hadn't even watched that one yet. I watched it the day before I saw this one. How'd you so like- it was nice, nice and fresh in my mind. So How did could- you like the first one? I would give the first one four and a half. Oh, you liked this one better than the first one. I did, yeah, because I felt like the first one was just all set up, you know, all the training stuff and all that. And then this one, it just was like the first one times ten. It, it was, was so awesome. It was so funny. I heard it was batshit crazy, some of the action scenes. It was, yeah. It was It was batshit crazy. Uh, I went at 2.30 on a Sunday, and it was almost sold out. Really? Yeah, it did really well at the box office. Well, it, it, made, it bumped it. Out of the top spot. Yeah, yeah. it made a $39 million over the weekend. Yeah. And I, I don't, it's not getting good reviews from critics. Yeah, who cares what those assholes I, think? Yeah, I think it's just too over the top for them, too violent. You know what I mean? They just didn't get it. Yep. So I, I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was awesome. I was like la- laughing and smiling like the entire movie. It was just so fucking funny. Now, I will ask you this one thing because, and it's not a spoiler because it's already been way spoiled in all the previews and commercials. Colin Firth is alive again in this movie. Do they have a good explanation as to how and why he survived getting shot in the face by Samuel L. Jackson in the first Kingsman? Because that seems so fucking silly to me. Yes, they do. And they show the scene when he gets shot, and they show what happened right after he got shot and how he was able to stay alive. And it makes sense. It makes sense in the Kingsman world. Okay. Yep. One thing I liked about this movie is that it was such a sequel. All the same people, same actors, same actresses. You know what I mean? Right. It was really cool. Yeah, without spoiling it, I can't say. You can't say what? Why he was still alive. Okay. But it, but, but it makes sense. Makes perfect sense in the uh, the crazy Kingsman universe. Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to hopefully see it this weekend, upcoming weekend. So, 
Yeah, my only one bad thing was that uh, Channing Tatum's character was a waste. Oh, really? Yeah, he really had no reason to be there. Yeah, Magic, Magic Mike. Is that what you yeah. said? Is that what you said, Derek? Because mm-hmm. you totally got cut off there. Yeah, I think he was in there. But that's, then I went. I to, understand uh, that's one of Nate's favorite movies. Nate from Aussie in the Palm. Yeah, I don't know why I never saw it. It's just it was like the first John Wick. I think it just flew under the radar for me, and I never got around to seeing it. No, I, I meant Magic Mike is one oh, of oh, Nate's oh. favorite <laughs> movies. Is that on your list? You want to see that one? Oh, <laughs> uh, the funniest thing Nate has ever said on any podcast is when he said because he he watches Magic Mike with Naomi, his wife, and she's always in the mood afterwards, and so. <laughs> So he has no problem watching that movie. He'll watch it anytime she wants for that very I felt like purpose. that was really Nate's like coming out of his shell moment. Absolutely. He was his sharing light was on. It was blindingly bright and I loved it. And then the <laughs> and then the fucking quote of the podcast was when he said he at this point he'd let her call him Mike. <laughs> uh, so God bless mate mate. God bless. Mate? Mate, yeah. He's my mate. Nate my mate. <laughs> Yeah. I know he is. Yes. So then, past weekend, Tom, I went to uh, UMass Amherst in Amherst, Massachusetts, USA Earth Milky Way oh, yeah. what for was going a on? WWE NXT house show. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, explain real quick to Not Nation, what is NXT? NXT is the WWE's developmental territory. So it's kind of so, like the minor leagues of wrestling? Yeah, say you have like a, you have your major league baseball team, like we have the Boston Red Sox, and mm-hmm. their Triple A team is the Pawtucket Red Sox. Mm-hmm. It would be like that's the WWE's version of the Pawtucket Red Sox. Cool. Okay. So this is where all the new guys go. The up and comers. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. And this is where they all go before they make the main like WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown rosters. Okay. And what a house show is, it's not televised and it's not taped for television either. So it's just for the crowd in attendance. Right. So I went to that and uh, it was awesome. The winner of the May Young Classic, Kyrie Sane, she was there. Awesome. And she got a massive pop. I was really, I would say probably the third biggest pop of anyone the entire night. And what pop means is the crowd reaction, like the cheering for her and the chants. Right, right, right. Yeah, they really loved her. I think she's going to be a huge star. Is she going to have like a character, or is she just going to be? Herself? Oh, she's the uh, pirate princess. Oh, cool. So she's like a like an anime pirate. She comes out with a, a mask on, and she has like a little mini steering wheel for a pirate ship, and she has a little uh, telescope, and she like takes the telescope and like looks at her opponent like with through the telescope before she fights. <laughs> That's great. And her finishing move, she does the insane elbow. And what does that entail? She gets on the top rope and just does like, she like jumps halfway across the room and does this elbow drop, like the Macho Man back in the day. Ah, the Macho Man. But it's cool because it's called the insane elbow. I was in a movie with the Macho Man. Did you know that? Oh, God. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, she, yeah, she has a, that's her gimmick, Tom. And it's, she literally looks like an anime character just popped out of the TV screen and came in the real life. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think like if you showed your well, your daughters her, they might actually be like, "Wow, I, I kind of want to watch what she does because mm-hmm. she's really awesome." I would let them watch Glow if it wasn't like so hard R. <laughs> yeah, well, but I like I said, I think she's going to be a huge star. She just needs to learn some English. She doesn't really know much English at all, 
So, and then uh, I well, that, tweeted you know out what, though, but that could be a gimmick too. Like her manager could be also her interpreter. Yeah, she could get a manager. You're right. Yep, that's what she and, should. Uh, one cool thing was that I um, took a picture of her of her and I tweeted it out, and she actually liked the picture. Did you do it under the Not Another Nerdy Podcast Twitter? Oh yeah, nice. I put up an entire album on the Facebook page too. Okay, cool. Well, Not Nation, go check that out. And also, uh, before I went to the show, I want to mention that I went to a restaurant in Amherst called The Hangar. What the fuck was that? Is Derek, Derek taking a shower? What? What's going on? Sounded like a waterfall. Waterfall? I'm, I'm just laying on the couch. All I'm right. Not, I don't have any background noise on. So anyways, Tom, I went to this restaurant in Amherst called The Hangar. And it's a it's huge a bar restaurant, but they also have a giant retro arcade. Really? Mm-hmm. They have walls of all old school arcade games. They have skee ball. They have pool. They had a Virtual Cop, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, all the classics. Mortal Kombat. Finish him. Yeah, and I I didn't know that. Like people at work go to this place all the time and they always tell me how great it is but no one has ever mentioned that they had a retro arcade inside of it i would go just for that they have cornhole what cornhole you know with the bean bags that's not what i know cornhole is it's not <laughs> no not where i come from well, that's that's not that's... what cornhole means cornhole is a game where you have a you have a board with a hole in it and you have bean bags and you try to throw the bean bags into the cornhole <laughs> <laughs> so it's like ski ball but with beanbag they have ski ball there too they had a bunch of uh, crane games they didn't have one of those stupid coin things that Russ voted his number one arcade game <laughs> 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 but no they had all the classics it was awesome I couldn't believe it oh they were like this one Tom they have in the game room which it's not a room it's really it's huge they have pour your own draft beer what? There's like 10, because they brew their own beer there, too. They're also like teamed up with the local brewery. And they have like 15 taps along the wall. And you just take a glass. And I don't. I didn't ask the girl because I we had to leave. But I don't, I'm assuming you pay like one price and then you can drink whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not sure how that worked. But there's glasses there. And then you just pour your own drafts while you're playing the games. I want to go to there. This has to happen for me. Yeah. It's it was a wicked cool. Next time you're going, you gotta alert Senior Bo so I can sneak out of the house and join you. All right, I will. Speak- Since you're driving around that area now all the time, anyway. Seriously, speaking of beer, I just tapped mine. Hold on while I run to the fridge and grab another. Give me one second. I'll do the same. I'm running to the freezer though. Say hi to Ice Man for us. Okay. Oh, that's better. That's the stuff right there. So, Derek, you ready to rage in a week or what? Oh, yeah. Is Tom back? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. So I did that, Tom, and I uh, picked up Wonder Woman on 4K Blu-ray. Nice. I've been playing Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and uh, having a great time. It must be nice to not be married and not have children. I live vicariously through you, J-Money. Cool. You I get, watched Wonder Woman last week and played Marvel Capcom too. But you didn't get to go see Kingsman. You didn't get to go to the hangar. You didn't go to NXT. You didn't do. J Money's living the life, man. He's living I, the life. I went to a family reunion this past weekend. Did you? 
Yeah. Was that a Mitras family reunion? No, it was not. Oh, I was going to say, because Jay Money didn't go. It was my mom's side of the family reunion. Oh, that must have been interesting. That was fun. We had beer, surf and turf on the fucking lake. It was great. Mm. Lobster for everyone. Did you bring Carly? Oh. Yeah, I brought Carly and Grace. Cool. We didn't fall off the boat. I was uh, practicing. (laughs) Practicing for the the upcoming booze cruise? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the booze cruise, Derek, I guess now is as good a time as any. can only mean one thing. Hop on board, folks. It is the New York Comic Con hype train. Yes, indeed. We are one week away, boys. Actually, no. By ne- by this time next week, we'll actually be in New York at New York Comic Con. What do you think of that? I might, just hope I'm not never, in the river. We might never come back. Seriously. Oh, man. I couldn't tell you. The last time I actually went to New York Comic Con, the last time I left this area, it was a very long time ago, so I'm very much looking forward to it. Very excited. I'm driving the hype train. I'm so hyped and ready to go. You're, and you're also taking the train. I am. I'm taking the train to New York to meet you guys. You're literally taking the hype train. That's right. Because unfortunately, I cannot take two days off from work. So I have to leave right after I get out of work on Thursday. Take the train down. I'll arrive into New York around 1130 at night. Meet up with you folks. Probably go have a few alcoholic adult beverages. A few. The night doesn't even start till midnight in New York, Tom. It's a good point by you, Jay Money. But I see, I have to behave and pace myself because a, I don't want to cut into my comic book money, mm-hmm. and b, I don't want to sleep until three in the afternoon the next day when I'm supposed to be at the show. Yeah, we need to be in. Uh, we need to be on our A game for comic book hunting. Absolutely. I'm only well, there for. You guys are there for two days. I'm only there for the one day, so I have to make that one day count. Yeah. I'm not as worried about it. I'll sleep as late as I want. Yeah, well, Tom. What if you miss the fucking hype train on that? when you get? What if you get out of work late? Oh, that won't happen. The only way that'll happen is if I'm broken down on the side of the road somewhere and I have no way to get there. But then I'll just call you and have you Uber me to the okay. train station. Yeah, but you, you might get stuck in the highway traffic, Tom. <laughs> That's true. The Big E. They traffic. could have the highway. They could have the highway shut down, like oh, no, up in Deerfield. Thankfully, the Big E will be over by then, so I won't have to deal with that. Are you taking the hype train out of Springfield, Mass, USA, Earth, Milky Way? I am. Absolutely. I'll get to over to that new, nice new station. Uh, actually, I'm taking a bus from, oh. from Springfield yeah. to, where? to New Haven, Connecticut, USA, Earth, Milky Way. You could just drove New Haven. They have free parking there on the weekends. I don't want to drive to New Haven. Why would I do that? It's the same price if I take a bus to take the train or if I drive and waste all that gas and wear and tear on my car down to New Haven I'd still have to pay the same price to take the train from New Haven to New York so that's silly that's silly talk are you right are you riding a bike to take a bus to take a train to the comic con I'm actually going to f- have not Vanguard 1 fly me to the train <laughs> station airdrop you he's going to drone he's going to drone drop me in yes and then you're going to take a lift that's it don't worry. I'll make it to the, my. I'll get to the train on time. Don't you worry. I will be arriving in New York. Oh, I'm not worried. As long as you get there before Jay Money puts the Do Not Disturb sign up on the hotel room door. Why would he do that? I don't know. I'm just saying. What the hell is he going to do with 
five other guys in the hotel room. Well, I'm not saying I'm going to be in there. Oh. Well, where the hell would you be? I'll be your agent somewhere in New York. <laughs> yeah, right. With Dr. With Dr. Bill. Uh, you know what? My money is is on you passing out first. <laughs> Me? Why? Yeah, you. Because you haven't been, first of all, you've been on that running kick diet thing. So you haven't been drinking. So you have no more tolerance. So you're going to be a two-beer queer. No, I won't. Yes, you will. Two beers and you're done. Maybe for an average human being, not for a mitras. <laughs> right, money? Right, D-Rock. You don't uh, understand, Tom. I don't. We come from a long line of people that drink. I, I, I understand that. <laughs> I, I, I knew the wild man well. I, <laughs> do you, do you, Tom, do you even know who my dad is? Yes, I do know your dad. I, I know where the genetics come from, but somewhere along the meet, line. You ever meet the colonel? No, I don't, I don't think I had the pleasure of meeting the colonel. Oh, that's too big. Yeah, but I've heard the stories. So, well, you know what? No, I take that back. Cowboy Rich will probably be the first one to pass out. <laughs> He'll probably get tossed off the bull at the bar and hurt his elbow and want to go home early. <laughs> well, I know I'm ra- I'm raging. I know Mark Reagan's is raging. Oh, hi. I know you two plan on raging. I can't speak for Dr. Bill. I've never actually drank with Dr. Bill. This should be interesting. Yeah, it will be. Although, well, I guess technically I had drinks. With, I had those delicious strawberry margaritas you made, Jay Money, with him at Derek's house for the WWE party he had. Mm. No, it's going to be fun time. I can't wait. Yep. So you guys are all aboard the hype train? Hell yeah. What are you most looking forward to, Money, from New York Comic Con 2017? Uh, Meeting a bunch of wrestlers. Who's going to be there? Well, my goal is to meet Lita. If she doesn't leave by 2 o'clock like she did at that Hartford Comic Con. Oh, really? And then on DDP, Diamond Dallas Page. No kidding. And then Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, I want to meet him. Hell yeah, man. I want to I want to pay him to do a sound drop. That would be awesome. Whatever it takes, man. I want to say, I knew you'd come. I don't know if he'll do it, though, because he knows Matt Hardy, you know? Yeah. But still, I want to meet them, and then I want to meet a couple of cosplayers. Obvious. I'd like to meet Felicity Jones, but I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, uh, yeah, from Rogue One. Yeah, I think it's like $300. That's more than Luke Skywalker or Mark Hamill. How much is he? I think he's 250 All right, maybe she's like 250 then because I think they're about the same price. Hmm. Well, that's insulting to Mark Hamill. There's no way she's on his level. Yeah, I agree. You know, she should be like 150 if he's yeah, 250 so, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting the wrestlers. Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting some cosplayers. We always make new cosplay friends at these things. Absolutely. You're going to run into yeah. some old cosplay friends on the booze cruise. Oh, yeah. Miss Brit, Brit Bliss. Brit Bliss. Yeah. Sonia Arlen. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. And then I'm always looking to fill in the gaps in my Star Wars 6-inch Black Series collection, so I'll be looking for those. You know which ones you're missing? Oh, yeah. And then I'm always looking to fill in the gaps in my uh, loose vintage Star Wars collection as well. Right. Oh, Derek, and- I, I did make a decision. I know we said we're on a mission for back issues, and it's a comic book hunt. But there is one toy that I will be shelling out money for if I do see it. What's that? That Star Wars 40th Anniversary Black Series R2-D2. That's the only one I'm missing from the first wave. Uh, I don't think I ever got that one. No. If I, I, I don't. I need him, too. Yeah, so if I see him, he will be. I hope I see him before you do. Why? So I can buy him. How rude. 
Why would you want to buy him? He's just the same figure they've already released. You don't care about that. I don't have that one. Oh, you don't? No, that's one of the hardest to find. It goes for like $90. Well, my friend, then you and I are at odds. And that, Tom, is why that 40th anniversary one is so hard to find, because all the collectors that opened them, like me, bought that one. That was one of them that we bought because we couldn't get the older one. Mm. Now you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, and I also accept your challenge. I will obtain that R2-D2 before you. 40th anniversary? Because if I see the regular one, I'm going to buy that if it's cheaper. Well, I'm not going to buy that one. I want the 40th anniversary because I keep it in the package. All right. So if you find that other one, you buy that one. And if you see a 40th anniversary one, you point me in that direction because that's the one I'm looking for. Are you going to go hunting for mask toys with Cowboy Rich? I am not. No. That's all he did last year was hunting for mask toys. Right, D-Rack? Oh, forgot about that. He will not be doing that this year. This year I will be giving him my list, and he will be helping me search through back issue bins. <laughs> he just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> but that is Rich, what he'll be Rich doing. Does know what a back issue is? He will know by the time I'm done with him, he will be well-versed in back issue hunting. And he will be feverishly trying to find in fact because i know there's actually some transformers comics i need and i will send him on a hunt for those because that's in his wheelhouse that's something he would give a shit about and uh one other thing i'm really looking forward to tom is a couple bags of nuts for nuts right d-rack yep well we all know how much you love nuts i love those roasted nuts Hmm. i wonder if not vanguard one could lift nuts we should tie a bag. Does he have, like, a grappling hook? <laughs> no, but there's, like, a... We could fasten the nuts. Like, we could we could hang some nuts underneath him and then fly him around and have him drop his nuts on people's faces. <laughs> In Times Square? Exactly. On Elmo? Sure. Where do they hang out? Times Square. Yeah, Times Square. We could definitely... The pony bar. We could definitely go fucking harass those fuckwads. I don't even want to deal with Times Square this year. No. I'm not going there. Nope. The only reason I would go is to go to the Disney store. Oh, is there a Lego store in New York? Yeah, it's in Rockefeller Center, though. We're going to Rockefeller. Oh, I always do, because that's where Nintendo World is. That's, oh, yeah. that's on the list. It's really plain, though. Lego, Lego store? store. Like in there. You just made the list! <laughs> that's on the list. It's a it's cool area, though, Tom. There's a like an NBC store there and stuff. There's yeah. a GameStop for D-Rock. There you ah, go. Fuck GameStop. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right. So, anything else? Anything else worth mentioning before we pause the hype train and wrap up the show for recommendations? No. Derek's like, I just want to go to bed. Let's end this. I'm looking forward to eating lots of good food. I agree. Oh, uh, yeah. I've got my budget all broken apart. I, I have a set amount of money for food, a set amount of money for booze, and a set amount of money for back issues. So I got it all sorted out. I set aside the money I have to give Derek for the hotel and and rental and all that. So I'm in good shape right now. Me too. I should be able to do everything I want to do. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to meet Mark Hamill because I would like to do that. And shake that man's hand because I was fortunate enough to meet Carrie Fisher before. Well, the problem passed. is you're only going one day, so you don't want to waste your whole day in Waiting. line for eight well, hours. Not, and not only that, I also don't want to pay $450 to get an autograph and a picture with the guy because that's how much it is. Right. Which is just ridiculous. I mean, come on. You're going to charge me 200 bucks to do a fucking selfie? Give me a break. 
I just want a selfie with the guy on my phone. Why you got to charge 200 bucks for that? Well, the picture will be a little better than a selfie. Mm. But I'm willing to just do it on my phone if he'd let me. Maybe he'd do that for 50 bucks. No, I think he's only doing like those professional photo ops. Yeah, I know. Stupid. Like when I met when I went to Wizard World and met Becky Lynch. All right. Well, I don't know. I'm sure some magic will happen because we are not another nerdy podcast and we are magic. And magical things always seem to occur when we're around. So Magic. Magic. Exactly. Thank you, Broken Matt Hardy. The Pope might show up. I, I have a feeling that's going to happen. He has to show up at the toll booth. Well, th- yes, on the way home. Yeah. But I think he might be actually conducting some interviews for us. I, he he told me he'd be interested in doing that when I asked him. So he might uh, actually w- go around on the con floor and interview some of the cosplayers and some of the nerds he runs into at New York Comic Con. They might get to uh, actually chat with the Pope, which should be exciting. That would that would be fantastic. Yeah, there there I would say it's pretty much going to happen. I'm almost I can't say 100% cuz I can't speak for the pope, but I'm right. like I'm like 98.9% sure that he's going to do that for us. So that Well, if he is, it's going to be wonderful. Yes, it should be marvelous. Wonderful. All right. Awesome. Well, I know it's a short episode this week, but that's okay. We've had a few hour and a half episodes in a row. We had our show with Nate a few weeks ago. We had our show with OB where he talked about Hascon. Last week we had our show with Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. She was awesome. A lot of good feedback about Kelly being on last week. Yeah, we had a lot of new listens. Yeah, so that was good. Thank you, Kelly, very much for coming on. You were a great delight. You were, as they say, quite fantastic. Quite fantastic. And uh, so we can have a short week and uh i'm sure next week's episode will be a big one because it'll be our new york comic-con recording where we talk about all about our adventures in new york and what we were able to get away with and what we weren't <laughs> so and that like, won't be in two weeks no that'll i think next week's episode is going to drop late and okay it's probably going to be a raw episode we're just gonna i'm not going to spend a lot of time editing it because we're going to record a bunch of shit while we're in New York, and that's pretty much going to be the episode for next week. And we'll probably drop it late next weekend, so after uh, we get back. I think that's the plan. So, yeah, this will probably be the last episode you hear us before we go raging in New York. So this could very well be the last episode ever, actually, (laughs) (laughs) depending on how things turn out. At least with the three of us. (laughs) Right. One of us may not make it out of New York alive. No, I might so, be in the bottom of the harbor. No, don't do that. Tom might be arrested. Well, that, no. <laughs> D-Rock might have Roy Rage at the hotel bar. I might go running and never come back. Yeah. <laughs> Keep he, running. He might pass. Like Forrest, like Forrest Gump, he's just going to run across the country. <laughs> have a giant Bray Wyatt beard by the end of it. Yeah, but at least we would know he's okay because he would be periodically tweeting, tweeting through our account. Our Twitter account. Uh, I'm in uh, Missouri. Letting everyone know. Uh, so, all right. Jay well, tweets about food eats. I can tweet about running. Fair enough. Hey, I never had a problem with the running tweets. I think they're hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Busting your I balls. I said that. Busting your balls, man. I'm busting your balls. Busting your balls, man. We're busting your balls. Thank you, Aubrey. All right. I like how uh, the other day Nate asked me, "Do I? You ever eat at home?" <laughs> I'm like, no, no. 
Well, you're a no. single man, and you're the man who brings the money. So if you can afford it, eat out every night. Right. I would. Exactly. If I could afford it. But it gets expensive to feed four people, and soon to be five people, Ooh. after Zach shows up. so Zach attack. That's right. Actually, he's uh, the wife is she, we're past the halfway point, and you can now oh really f- yeah you can now feel the little guy when he's uh, kicking. I felt him tonight. I had uh, my hand on the belly, and he was moving around in there, and I could feel him. So he's in there. Did the girls? I think so. They were they were already in bed when this happened. So oh okay. But, but I think yeah, other times they've he's been moving around. I think they've felt him. So they're all excited. Are they? I was gonna say there must be. Super excited. Yeah, yeah. Gabby's fascinated by the whole ordeal. And this is interesting. See how, see what your guys' thoughts on this is. Uh, she asked, and Melissa agreed to allow her to be in the room when Zach is born. Gabby's actually my, well, she'll be nine when he's by the time he comes, but she's eight now, and she's going to be nine. My nine-year-old is going to actually witness the birth of her baby brother. So I think that's pretty wow. pretty crazy. I mean, she knows what she's getting into. <laughs> I certainly. I mean, hope she so. might. She might want to leave the yeah. room, so you might want to have like a backup. Well, th- well, no, she won't be there alone. It'll. It, I think Melissa's mother's gonna have to be there, as you know, in case yeah, it so, becomes too much for her and she gets yeah. overwhelmed and needs to leave. Because I obviously right. I can't leave with her. I got to stay there, stick it through. The, right. The whole yeah, that's time. what I was saying. You have a plan in case she's like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, we'll have that covered. But I thought that was kind of cool. She asked if she could be a part of that. And uh, I, I think that's neat that she wants to be there for that. So uh, that's very cool. Yeah. I think Melissa's shown her a few live births on YouTube to kind of give her an idea of what's going to happen. But let's face it. I mean, I, I knew what to expect and I still almost lost it when my kids my other two kids were born so i i don't think you're ever quite fully prepared you know so I don't, i'm not sure how a nine-year-old is going to process it we'll see should be interesting should be an interesting story for the podcast <laughs> at the very least are you gonna record live no i don't think my wife would be a fan of that idea she already hates the podcast yeah she already hates me i mean she <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to give her any more reasons so. Melissa the Tom Hater. What's that, Derek? Not Van Gogh one going to be there? Oh, there's an idea. Have him with his HD camera hovering above her during the birth. Let's mm. just hope it's not more than 15 minutes. <laughs> She's in labor for 16 minutes. He he lands on her belly and the baby shoots out. <laughs> <laughs> his battery will be dead. He won't be able to record it. Damn it. All right, well, how about some recommendations? What do you guys got for us this week? Derek, what do you want to recommend to Not Nation? I'm going to recommend something I haven't fucking watched yet. Okay. <laughs> fucking Star Trek Discovery on uh, the CBS All Access. Website. Oh, yeah, that debuted this past week. Yep. I what did. does that even mean, CBS oh. All Access? Exactly. It's their on- online uh, subscription service like Netflix. Or Hulu. You- yeah. No, we're not Are you ki- kidding we're not- me. No, we're not kidding you. And they only have that one show, and it's five ninety nine a month. <laughs> so basically, you have to pay five ninety nine a month just to watch Star Trek. Does that sound worth it to you? I love Star Trek. So. Well, no, I, I, I hate Star Trek. You couldn't even give me five ninety nine a month to watch that crap. Oh, stop it! Well, you suck. Huh? I like Star Trek. I'm not paying five ninety nine a month to watch it. Sorry, you got to give me more than just Star Trek on that fucking channel. Make it worth my while. I'll pay ninety nine cents a month. You want to charge me ninety nine cents? I'll pay. Ni- I'll pay ninety nine cents a month to watch Star Trek. I already pay nine ninety nine or eight ninety nine for Netflix, and I get tons of content. 
So for three dollars less, I'm going to get one show. What the fucking sense does that make? Yeah, but it's Star Trek. Yeah, but I don't even know that it's good. The reviews on it have been kind of mixed so far. So if it sucks, cancel it. Right. I'm sure there's a seven-day trial. I'll just wait for you to subscribe to it, and I'll come over to your house and watch it at your your house. You can watch it at your house. Just use this password. There you go. Now you're talking. Netflix, you're going to have, what, five people, six people? I think it's three. No, it's more than that. It's a, I think it's at least five. Hmm. Cool. How about you, Money? What do you want to recommend this week? Well, on uh, Tuesday, October 3rd, Cult of Chucky comes out. I understand um, you already saw it. Yeah, because of the podcast and our perks now, I got an advanced screening copy of it. It's pretty awesome. It was only a DVD quality one, though, but it's okay. It was still worth watching. Yeah. Yeah, it comes out on Blu-ray and on, like, Apple TV and, you know, digital like that. It was, uh, I watched it, and it was fucking awesome. Is it a direct sequel to the last one? Yep. So it's direct, not, they all they all tie in together. Oh, so it's not a reboot. No, it's not a reboot at all. It, it's a complete sequel. The grown-up Andy is in this one again. I was going to say Andy's in it, right? From the first yeah, movie? The, yeah, the, the same actor. Yeah, He was in the last one, too. Oh, okay. So obviously he's he survived. Yeah, he survived. Jennifer yeah. Tilly is in it. <laughs> and Nice it to see her was, career still going strong. Yeah. It was, uh, I watched the unrated one, too. Obviously, watch that version. Don't watch the R-rated, which I don't even know why they bother. But um, yeah, that's what I recommend. Check out Cold Chucky if you like good gory horror movies. It was really funny, and I, I loved it. I love Chucky. Awesome. Well, I will recommend that everybody hopefully has their tickets, and they are going to New York Comic Con with us next week because we will be there. Not Podcast One will be there with Cowboy Rich, Dr. Bill, and Mr. Marky Mark Markellis Reagans of the So Wizard Podcast. And we are going to rage. Is Farmer Mike going? No, Farmer Mike is unfortunately not going. Oh. He should, though, because there is an extra ticket. Maybe, maybe we should raffle it off. If we get, like, 5,000 followers on Twitter, we'll, we'll hand it out to the 5,000 follower. <laughs> That's a good idea. Well, yeah, if we had more than a week to do it, it would be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen in a week, fellas. Yippee-ki-yay, Rich. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. But in all honesty, my true recommendation is that you check out a brand new podcast that debuted last week. And in fact, the second episode of it just debuted. It's called Smash to Peace Theater. Features this guy, Tom Van Zant and Mr. Nate Appleby from the Aussie and the Palm show. And we have an awesome announcer, a certain farmer that you all may well know. Mr. Farmer Mike is our announcer every week. He plays the ghost of Alistair Cook from Masterpiece Theater. Good evening. Welcome to Smashterpiece Theater. I'm... What's my name again? Alistair Cook. I'm Alistair Cook. It's pretty funny. So, Who? Ch- <laughs> exactly. Alistair Cook. Who? Alistair Cook. The fuck is that? I just said who it was. The ghost? Well, Alistair Cook, may he rest in peace, has passed away. And so Farmer Mike does an impression of him, and it's pretty funny. So it's Smash to Peace Theater. And on episode two, which just dropped, we tackle the 1988 Christmas classic, Die Hard, starring Bruce Willis. Why didn't you wait until Christmas? Because we wanted to do it now. I haven't seen the movie enough. (laughs) We haven't talked about that movie enough. 
Well, I think there's probably a, a better Christmas movie that we're going to do around Christmas time. Elf, good, Elf. good movie, uh, Star Wars, or a good movie would be Star Wars. That comes out around Christmas, and no one ever talks about that. <laughs> I actually wanted to do the original Star Wars for our first episode, but Nate said he couldn't do it. So we ended up doing the Avengers for episode one. But yes, episode two just dropped, and we did Die Hard. And check it out if you haven't yet. I would appreciate it. We would uh, love it if you'd listen. They're Good short. They're short. They're less than an hour. Though they're 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 nice. They're they're not long and drawn out like our fucking shows. Quick and dirty. Who does the social media? Oh, uh, that would be Virtual J Money. Yes. Oh. Yeah, you are on the show. You would know if you actually listened. <laughs> I'm just saying. Way to support your brother. Could you at least download it so we can get a download number off you? Okay. Even if you're not going to listen, at least fucking download the thing. I listened to the first episode. I listened to the first five minutes and the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and and what'd you think? Give me a review. I did a good job. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Smash the Peace Theater. Check it out. And that's it. That's all I got. So, uh, yeah, this time next week, boys, we will be in New York raging and... Hopefully we'll have a lot of stories to share, and I'm sure we'll have some stories that we can't share, but we'll share what we can, and we'll have those Pope interviews, the man-on-the-street interviews on the floor of New York Comic Con. Those should be good. And while we're down there, we're going to hopefully meet up with our boys from Dinner and a Podcast and maybe record a show with Steve and the guys, Mike and Joe. That might be happening. But yeah, it should be a good time. Me and D-Rock will be on the booze cruise. Yeah, gonna hopefully you'll get some interviews with some cosplayers while you're on there, and lots of sound drops. We're looking forward to all of that. Mm-hmm. Lots of pictures. Oh God. Oh yes. I'm really. I think worried. I'm gonna actually. I should probably bring like my regular digital camera. Well, I was gonna give Doctor Bill my GoPro. You could. He take doesn't it. know what it. Bill, he can't even use his phone. You think he can use a GoPro? It's not that difficult. You know how to use. Either is either is taking a picture on your iPhone, but he can't even handle that. Plus, every picture he takes comes out blurry because his hands are always shaking. <laughs> All right, D-Rock, I'm going to give you the GoPro then. You take I'll wear some, it with pride. You take some video. We need more content for our YouTube channel, so that has to happen. All right, that's it, boys. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. On behalf of my magical and mental co-hosts, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. Get the fuck out the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. New Year Comic Con, we're coming for you. Hell yeah, we are, brother. My name is Tom Van Zandt. This has been episode number 40 of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. How about that? We're only 10 episodes away from our 50th. That's crazy. We will be back next week, late next week, after we return from New York. Hopefully we all return. Until then, bye bye Bye-bye. 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 B